Welcome to Pillows on the Windows. Uh, we're doing a very special episode where we rank all the Alien movies and Prometheus. And guys, give yourselves a round of applause for watching six films. We did it. I mean, I've seen most of these already. Did the you rewatch of, them? Uh, kind of. With the exception of, like, I hadn't seen four before and I hadn't seen covenant before but i've seen these other ones you saw i watched charles dance in his yeah i watched charles dance in a space prison it was on amc once jesus christ uh huh it was kind of it was actually so it was on amc more than once so i kind of absorbed it through like repeated viewings of parts of it that's kind of how i watched it the first time it felt like but we're not there yet michael we gotta get there we gotta start at the beginning can we talk about Alien, please? Yeah, it's really, really good. Okay, well, Alien is a is a, a, a horror film about an uh, alien. Carly, take it away. I think this is like the best movie, not of all time, but like maybe of all <sighs> science fiction movies. This is going to be a really long podcast. <laughs> Michael, take it away. Uh, I think Carly's mostly right. I think this is one of the coolest sci-fi movies out there. I think it's one of the most interesting sci-fi movies out there. And I was stoked the first time I saw it. And then rewatching it for this podcast, I was still stoked about it. I think it's just a really cool movie. The way it sort of uses isolation as a, as a, as a tool, the way it sort of uses classism as like a setup, the way it sort of uses imagery, like this, the certain gender imagery as a setup, the way, just the design of the alien, the way that the sort of alien infestation progresses it's all so cool it feels kind of original and i just i i was really excited to watch it again and i was still excited after i finished it i don't know i really like alien mm-hmm, 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 i don't know mm-hmm. if that, it feels like a word salad no i guess a little bit maybe a little extra cheese but mm-hmm. you put cheese on your salad dude sometimes and then you cough a lot and then you flip over on the table and then everybody's like, oh, no, <laughs> not again. <laughs> uh, there it is. Uh, yeah. Can we consider alien sci-fi if there's no fi? What? Yeah, I mean, there's fiction. There like, is not. There what is fiction. There's, there's a bare glance at the idea of fiction and then an they're alien kills like, a bunch of people. They're doing like interstellar space mining no no don't 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 open that door michael yeah, don't yeah, open the door of weird time it frames. is so sci-fi it's hard sci-fi it's, but it's sci-fi it's, it's not it's like soft sci-fi no this is what is it it's like hard sci-fi is this soft sci-fi it was like star wars with space wizards and stuff i thought but this the if you think about alien at all it makes absolutely no sense so we can't yeah it does how are they what sending make sense? 20 year olds in space missions where the spaceships are like to go get ore and then bring it back to Earth, they'd be like 80, they'd all be Harry Dean Stanton. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm okay. I'm confused with why you're confused with this topic. You've, you've dabbled enough in like Halo and things. You know how the whole space <laughs> yeah, mining nonsense works. Yeah. yeah, they freeze them and they go collect ore from an asteroid people, or from another planet or something. The people on Earth aren't frozen. That's where it breaks down for me. Have you heard of cryosleep? Have I heard of Guy Pierce? Of course I have. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, no one's saying that like the people on Earth don't age or change or anything like <laughs> that. That's not a question here. It'd be the same thing though as like running off to like like say you're in a a, a long distance relationship. Your booze okay. off in the military. Okay. He's in Germany or something. He comes back two years later. It's like that, except with space mining. <laughs> Okay, sure. That's, I mean, this isn't really a problem I have with the movie. It's just kind of fun to pick at because it doesn't make any sense to me, but sure. I also think one of the nicest things is that there's not a lot of thinking about the people back home stuff. Like that gets so, sometimes that works well in a sci-fi movie. I would say like Interstellar, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but a lot of times it's just super annoying. And this is like so focused on just all the interpersonal relationships between the people on the ship. Yeah. It's Which actually funny. Fun. I think it's interesting that by, I think by Alien Four, they kind of just shrug off the whole Earth thing entirely. Yeah, it just seems like they when they talk about Earth, it's like oh that shithole or something, and <laughs> yeah. and then they crash a ship into it, and there's like a, a nuclear explosion you can <laughs> see from fine. space. Like at that point, it. they don't care, so it's it's fine. Yeah, I just I don't think you can have this series where it's all about the evil corporation and then also not give any consideration to the evil corporation because. The time frame doesn't make sense. I don't know. Oh, I think that they can give consideration to it. Though. And I think they do give it consideration. And I also think you can have sense. an evil corporation operating from space. Like Earth doesn't yeah. need to exist for a corporation to exist. That's fair. And I think the implication, though, is that it is on Earth. But I also don't see why that's an issue. Like it's just like you think you got to think in the long term, man. These are these are sure. long term investments. Right. Trillion dollar spaceships, I think, is what they say in Prometheus. Come on, that's the long game. Four Facebook wasn't movies. made overnight. That's meta. Yeah, four decades please. of movies. Meta. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're rebranding Wayland. <laughs> you know? Okay, never mind. Um, I guess. Yeah, I guess the main point I'm getting at here is just that. Alien is one of the least interesting of these to me because though it has an awesome sense of style and, you know, tension and it is a good horror movie, uh, I am more interested in where this series goes as far as like the evil corporations and it kind of, the series kind of devouring itself at a certain point. Um, And this is very pure and it's just... It's just alien. And uh, having already seen it, the repeat viewing was very kind of just like, yep, crossing people off a list as they get (laughs) mowed down by this like penis monster. Yeah, I think like I agree that this the series as a whole and like the directions it takes are way more interesting in general than the first movie alone but i also think the first movie is like the best movie by far like it it works excuse me it works as a movie i think better than any of the rest of them it's kind of cool that this came out during like the the birth of like the slasher film or like the i guess the modernization of the slasher film because this is what the late 70s around the same time as like texas chainsaw massacre and Mm -hmm. and the first halloween it's it's just interesting to me that by this time we're already thinking of how can we do this same movie but recontextualize it or how do we how do we turn it on its head and make it weirder or something is very and the weird. answer is penis monsters in space so <laughs> it's cats cats and penis <laughs> monsters 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's cute. The cat is cute. Too bad it probably dies cold and alone. Yeah. So weird. They I'm never just gonna leave it there. Well, that's fine. Did they? They never really like Prometheus. Doesn't have a cat. You know, it's weird. You would think there would be like a callback, like, "Huh, we also have a cat," mm. and then it falls in the goop and turns into a cat monster. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Maybe. that's why this is the worst one. Um, uh, yeah. I the acting I, isn't great. Like this is like a grungeo seventies sci-fi horror movie, and I think it's treated differently than that, and that's fine. But actually watching it, it's kind of like the set design misleads you as far as like the production value of this movie. Like you know, the audio mixing's not great. The acting's not great. I mean, people are good at like being freaked out by alien monsters and stuff, and. Uh, that's all fine. But I think this series I associate with production design and, you know, mm-hmm. I, like the art book is probably good for these movies. Uh, this movie was the toughest to sit through, I think, just from like a movie making perspective. I think, I mean, not to spoil anything later, but I mm-hmm. think most of the acting in Alien Resurrection is pretty atrocious. There's so much other good stuff about that movie, but I think even <laughs> even just focusing on Sigourney Weaver, like her performance yeah. in the first one is eons better than yeah. in Alien Resurrection. It's more naturalistic. It's just like I, I and it's it, I think a large portion of it is because every single line in Alien Resurrection is nonsense and it's just hip-hop. like gobbledygook, <laughs> and then like. <laughs> The first alien again is like a real movie where people are somewhat acting like how humans would act in these situations. Sure. Uh I don't want to spoil anything, but I feel like you have to think about Resurrection almost as an indif- as an entirely different kind of movie. I feel like it's <laughs> it playing is. with something totally different. I think we're going way more into like pulpy sci-fi Hip-hop. nonsense. Yep, <laughs> I completely agree with you, Michael. It's, uh, uh, it's apples and oranges, and like on its own merits, I think it's actually kind of fantastic. But that's that's a conversation for a, a later five, ten, fifteen minute block or whatever. Sure. Yeah, sure. But I don't know. I think yeah. I think what was weird to me is sort of the ways Alien aged. Because some of it, I think, is very like, conceptually very progressive, honestly, in, in a lot of ways. Um, parts of it, like, just visibly, though, it, it looks like it was made in the 70s. CRTs, Sometimes the alien dude. appears. Yeah, the, the computer stuff was crazy. Oh, yeah. And the, the the When the alien appears and it's a dude in a costume, <laughs> sometimes the darkness kind of obscures it well enough. But other times it's clearly a, a, a someone yeah. in a costume and it's a little distracting in a way. But <laughs> I, I would take that over whatever the hell they were doing with the aliens in every other alien movie. I think, you know, maybe oh, by three. Screen. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. By three. Absolutely. But. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't have a problem. I with think it. We, yeah, I guess it's just. Some of that stuff was interesting. Yeah, the, the and the way we kind of conceptualize the future changes so much because by the time Prometheus rolls around, we're doing like Avatar. Hell yeah, stuff with the 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 hollow 
tables or whatever instead of doing these crazy little CRTV, these little CRT screens with the the Julian. green text and yeah, command prompts like kill yeah. alien, <laughs> run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also interesting, I think, because this sort of introduces some of the AI stuff that yeah, I think the prequel series is way more interested in than the the current or than like the the original four movies but i don't know always there they are always there and i think it's intentional but it's it's always intentional i think in a i think it's in a different way by the time we hit prometheus and that sort of really sets in with covenant but that's another conversation Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i don't know i think like sigourney weaver's performance and stuff in alien was good though if we want to talk about like acting quality it's not as though I don't think these guys were just like hamming it up really. I didn't, it didn't feel no, to yeah. me at least like this was, this was bad acting. It actually felt natural. Like you'd use the word naturalistic and I actually think that's a good word for this. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's not like the, it, it wasn't like a, a you know, a, an Oscar moment kind of thing or whatever. Not that no. that's the best way to really gauge things, but. It's not Star Wars it, either. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like space truckers. Yeah. Which I love as a concept. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I, I want to go back to it a bit because I think the class stuff is interesting, but I don't know if there's really anything other else to say other than clearly there's like a class angle that, that they wanted with these the series, but I don't really think there's much more to say other than that it's there. They get you know they dig into it. Come on. I up. guess. Yeah. I guess. Carly. Yeah. How's it going? It's good. Do you like Alien? Yeah, I like it a lot. Okay, so cool. good. What's your favorite part? I think, honestly, like, it's so simplistic, but I think the design of the Alien is, like, what makes this series amazing, or, like, what sets it apart immediately aside from everything else. Like, I just think it's the coolest looking freaking alien I've ever seen in my entire life, and I love it so much. It's so scary. It's so well designed, and I think like if it had looked any worse, this would have ended up <laughs> differently. It well, will. like <laughs> well, but that's the other thing is I think it's so cool how it got to iterate upon itself yeah. a bunch of different times yeah, with yeah, yeah. both like people trying to replicate the same design mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. through terrible CGI and then slightly better CGI um, and how people were able to like create their own versions of it entirely through different versions of the creatures. I also think it's really cool how like it, it just feels like there's so much more thought to the creature itself, like outside of the design, like mm-hmm. the fact that there is the face hugger and they're paying so much attention to this idea of like birth and rebirth with the alien. Like it's, it is a slasher thing, but it's also like, it feels like there's like lore existing immediately uh, just by how the alien exists, which I think is really cool and unique. Yeah, because, I mean, they give it, like, a fully developed life cycle. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of weird where they go with that with the, the prequels then, but as of Alien 1, yeah, it's got a clear, like, like a biology to it. It's not just the – it is the sort of the, the monster in the shadows, but it's 
it feels as though you could already write the Wikipedia article or something mm-hmm. about about the alien by then. Ripleypedia. Yep. yep, yep. I, <laughs> I also think like it, it's remarkable that going back and watching the first one, it like even though it is kind of silly that there's a bunch of movies after this. In a way, it also doesn't feel like too much of a stretch, like they're mining from nothing. Like, there's so much in this movie, like, from the AI to the class stuff to the corporation stuff to uh, the life cycle of the alien, all of that. Like, there's so much rich text there for them to pull from that I feel like, contrary to other movies that end up being a series and you go back to the first one and it's just like so clearly intended to just be a single unit like this one feels so wide open for people playing on it just forever which i think is so cool yeah i mean that's kind of i guess my main point with my blehness towards alien is just like i like this world and i like where they took it more than i like this movie itself really like i i don't think there's an alien movie i love but I love the series because it's all these different directors taking a look at this awesome, dark, like cassette tape technology future about space truckers getting slaughtered by aliens because of corporations. And that's awesome. Yeah. It's really, when you put it like that too, it's really interesting. The sort of pedigree of the filmmakers behind this series, considering how, in some ways goofy yeah <laughs> it, it can it can be looked at as yep. i mean because if you were to write this down or summarize this on paper it's basically you know a, a slasher movie where some guy in a costume attacks a bunch of uh people on a ship or something I love that. but it's got like the the people helming it are your Ridley Scotts, your James Camerons, your David Fincher, and then the guy from Amelie's there too. And it's such a weird yes. set of filmmakers. Wait, that's Amelie guy? I think so. I'm pretty sure it's Amelie yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. crazy. <sighs> and it's sort of. I think it actually kind of shows in a way. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it just. I think it's it's fascinating that it comes out of this really grungy like yeah i think you had said vhs tape kind of vibe it's it's kind of cool i don't know like analog future that's awesome yeah i like that yeah uh we don't have to put the lid on alien but should we maybe mix in some aliens into the stew wait can i just call out like the fact that the end or like almost end scene is the coolest thing ever when uh she's made it into the escape uh pod sort of deal and she thinks she's alone and then like the alien's here and she's got to crawl into oh, the spacesuit and i don't know i just think that is such a cool ending and like you know that the alien isn't gone when she yep. first gets into the space pod and you know it's not going to be gone after because there's a bunch of movies after words but like <laughs> the way that that plays out so well is just like a horror movie scene and sh- like it also, I think, gives you so much trust in the character because she's so smart and, like, she figures it all out even though mm-hmm. none of it works out. I just... That scene I could watch 2,000 times. It's well, so amazing. Good thing the filmmakers wanted you to watch it at least five more times. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Good uh, point. Yeah. <laughs> like an alien. I mean, I, 
Yeah, like in Aliens. I guess I want to say that I also agree with Carly on that. And I think it also is kind of cool that, you know, this is this is the 1970s, so it's not like we're dealing with, you know, 50s mom-and-pop suburbia movies or whatever and film codes and stuff, but it does feel... It is kind of cool that this is all centered on, like, a, a singular strong female character rather than in her panties in her panties, which is a little voyeuristic in a way but i just think it's worth kind of mentioning that there is a gender dynamic here and it's i think even more explicit with the fact that the alien very intentionally is phallic so did you like it no i was reading some imdb trivia and like we love this yes or wikipedia i forget the source um well, I guess one of them's not even a source, but whatever. So, like, it it wasn't going to be Ripley for a long time when they were writing the story. Like, it was going to be another dude, and, like, it was going to be a ship full of dudes. Um, and then at that. some point, someone realized, like, oh, we should probably not do that, or it'd be more interesting not to do that. And then, like, even after that, they sort of just kept trying to kill Ripley and like someone would make the decision not to or something. So like this so easily could have been not Ripley or Ripley's just the first movie and then like never exists again. But for like seemingly fluke reasons or something, every time it just ended up being Ripley's series until the prequels, which is such weird context. Believe it or not. That would, yeah. uh, the fourth movie would be much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be a dude giving birth to aliens or whatever the hell is happening in the movie. I think it's also, she's just, especially in this era, she's so cool. Like, uh, the outfits, the hair, she's like the perfect, perfect casting for this, I think. Fine. <laughs> she's alright. I agree. We like Sigourney I, I, Weaver. We do. What is the like Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver alien? What's her non-alien role of note? Avatar. Avatar. Oh, it can't just it can't just be Avatar. It can't just be Avatar. We're better than this, right? Um, we as a society are collectively better than Avatar, right? She was in a fish <laughs> called Wanda or something, right? Car, there's got to be something. She's in Ghostbusters. Oh, she was in Ghostbusters. Okay, I feel better now. Whew. Well, Wait, was she in Ghostbusters too? Uh, <sighs> yes, she oh, was. Boy, Isn't it a big? Good. I think oh, there's also holes. like a continuity holes. thing there too, but um, she's in Cabin in the Woods, I guess. Spoilers. Dude. Yeah, she's she like in one Cabin of the, in the Woods. I think she's the bad person. Why do I not remember this? Okay, we're I think like at the rabble. end stuff. Uh, huh. Aliens is a movie she's in. Yeah. This is my fourth attempt at moving us on to Aliens. <laughs> Aliens is the sequel to Alien, and it stars Sigourney Weaver, and it was directed by James Cameron. Yeah. That's all that needs we, to be said about that. Sp- yeah. Uh, there are space marines. Love it. I love it. Michael, you might have seen What's a up? different version of this film than we did. Yeah, I think I just watched the theatrical cuts of these movies. Okay. I didn't realize there was like a super special director's cut of Alien. I, I was just either. like, oh, hey, this is this is on AMC. I'll, I'll watch this. and And I did. And it sure is Aliens again. This there's is like, my second or third time seeing it. There's stuff in that extended cut, I think, that's kind of important, though. <laughs> is uh, there? D- I, yeah. It, does it, it make it a better movie? I really I, hope it makes it a better movie. There's just more context around her coming out of sleep and it being a long period of time 
that she was asleep. And that's like, my understanding is they don't really get into that too much in the theatrical cut. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. Not that I, I don't remember any deep conversations about sleep. Okay. Like, in general, I remember f- cool rad space vehicles on cool rad dark space planet. And the family taking the SUV out to the alien spaceship so they could take a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, kids. Uh, yes, Carly? I don't like the first part of this movie at all. I love the first part of this movie. Get out I of love town. The, okay. I love the like feel of it. Like yeah. it being pulled out of the total recall normal alien universe and stuff. But the like, we got to convince this gal to go back I to space. Like that. totally doesn't work for I me. I love that. She gives them coffee and their weird little coffee mugs, glass yeah. coffee mugs. Carly. <laughs> I don't know. You guys just don't like acting. You just want to see the alien kill a bunch of people, don't you? You're sick. I actually, I actually preferred that stuff to the aliens killing a whole lot of people in this movie. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> I, I just, I didn't, in general, Aliens is such a kind of a bland movie for me. I, what? I don't like James Cameron all that much, but um, Michael. Yeah, I just, this is like the blandest of them for oh me. There's, it doesn't feel like it has a, it's anything more than just an attempt to make a blockbuster franchise out of alien for me success like none of the like none of this was like i know i think the intention was to make it more of like a a sci-fi action movie and sure yeah they went that route but that didn't really do as much for me now when though when you when you deal with ripley as a character and she sort of you know she comes out of hypersleep or whatever and she's back in on earth and and has to actually there are like these signs of something like PTSD, these mm-hmm. signs of like, you know, <laughs> trying to process the whole alien attack. Um, I like that a lot as opposed to having a bunch of marine types yell marine things at each other while spooky monsters chase them, I guess. I think there's <laughs> another movie that does that better in this series. But. Oh, we're going to get down to brass tacks here, Michael. But uh, it, I, I, this was a very positive experience for me. Um, and it's because James Cameron makes movies that are scripted like movies. And sometimes that's exactly what I want. So when this movie is just people rec- reciting like movie dialogue at each other and going through beats of a James Cameron movie, but also it's aliens, I'm like, yes. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I want. Um, I wonder if it being bland, in your opinion, is a result of it influencing, you know, <laughs> every like sci-fi action movie from that point on. And, you know, maybe and it might be one of these things like going back to it after, you know, going through something like like total recall or demolition man and all these other sci-fi action movies that i think are maybe more fun but totally i don't know you can you can see that that in it yeah i know i guess i also another part of this is i'm i'm i've sort of soured on the whole space military thing at this point in my life it's fair (laughs) and with this movie being so so much of like squad of of, yeah to the point of being almost self-parody like because i know a bunch of marines that don't really talk like that well they're space marines it's different oh i'm I'm sorry (laughs) yeah yeah the colonial marines we have to talk about 
getting space woman or something. I don't know. Whatever that weird conversation at the table was. It was just kind of like it was corny canned dialogue for me. And then you've got these like stereotypical 80s action shots of the the truck rolling through whatever. And I don't know. Some of the stuff where it becomes more of a survival movie where some of that military – that hard militariness is sort of stripped away and they're once again isolated inside mm-hmm. the space colony. I started liking it a little more yeah. because then you sort of like you, that, that disarmament I think is, is I, I liked that at that point, but yeah. up until there, it was just kind of, I think it's, I, I think the way you kind of put it where maybe it is because this is so aggressively eighties action movie oh, that, yes. I maybe have been burned out on that at this point in my life, having seen seen all every of them. other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think uh, though, like that, like the stuff I like about this movie. I think overall, I might agree with Michael that like this is the most bland out of all of them for me, mm-hmm. and like I was sort of the least excited to revisit this one. I think there's some really cool stuff in it that like falls into two categories one is um understanding it in the world of james cameron like i think james cameron it's like completely off his rocker and it's so wild to see how all of the pieces of his movies fit together and like how the little robots here the robots and avatar and all that stuff like that's so cool and i really enjoy that and I really enjoy like how icky this movie is. Like yeah. I love how gross <laughs> the mommy alien is and all that stuff. That's so cool. Um yep. but yeah, overall, like I don't love the overall like vibe of the movie. I also really don't like let's bring in random kid and then like it humanizes the characters thing. Like I think that that's a really annoying movie trope. And I don't care about nude at all. I don't want Murph. her to be in the movie. Yeah. I want Murph. No, Murph makes Murph. sense. Okay. Murph is not Newt. Newt's. Okay. I don't want Newt there. Like, that's so cheap and so annoying. Like, most of the fun of these movies are like these adults having interesting interactions and stuff. And the kid shows mm-hmm. up and is just like any other movie kid. And it, I don't know. I don't love that. Okay. The, uh, I do. I kind of like Newt as like a is it's like the weirdest vibe from this movie and that's why i kind of liked it when she's just kind of spouting off weird apocalyptic lines yes. about yeah. how the aliens mostly come out at night mostly, mostly. it's fun i like that stuff yes. when she's talking like a like an exorcist character or something it's kind of neat i kind of dig that because it's the awesome. only part of it that feels sort of or one of the few parts that feel sort of subversive because and i think that's one of the things that i sort of disliked about the jump from alien to aliens is alien felt in its own way kind of like a kind of punkish kind of grimy Mm -hmm. and grungy and then the transition to aliens is more it feels more like professionalized more more like we're sitting down to make a a movie movie and i think it works yeah yeah and that and it's just it's sort of a weird vibe for me because all the other alien movies are strange in their own way and aliens is like we're normal with the exception of this little kid yeah in a way i think they kind of twist that a little bit i think when by the end when it becomes a a sort of a survivor horror movie again it 
I kind of, I, I think things sort of fall back into, uh, on a track in a way. Um, the other thing is this sort of is the movie that where Ripley feels actually like an action hero. Yeah. I like that. For the first time. And I kind of dig that the whole, I know it's really stupid, but that, <laughs> that like that, that fight with the escalator with the, not escalator. <laughs> wow. The, the forklift robot at the yeah. end mm-hmm. with the queen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, back off you bitch or whatever it is <laughs> fantastic mm-hmm. but like some of the other stuff just kind of it felt like a big studio movie in a way that alien definitely didn't and that the later movies in this kind of don't either but that's fair that's fair can i just list off some things i really like in it and then we can move on please yeah, of okay course. i love okay i just love that this movie is basically die hard in space First of all. Second of all, <laughs> I love... Where's Hans? Oh, it's Hans the vest guy or whatever? Absolutely. He's the robot. Uh, <laughs> when they... The squad's going in to the nest and immediately it's like, dude, don't go into that nest, dude. And then Ripley's like, you can't shoot guns in there, dude. And then the guy's just like sweating bullets and he won't even like tell them immediately because there's like all this like politicking going on between them. And then like all the people have to hand over their ammo in the middle of this like alien hive on a planet. What are we doing? It's so good. (laughs) That's a great setup. Like James Cameron, love him or hate him. He can set up a fun action sequence. And I think that is like one of my favorite sequences. In these movies. And I love the turrets. Watching the turret ammo go down over and over and over, <laughs> over and over. Like five times you watch the ammo counters on the turrets go down. And I'm like, oh, tension. I understand. Movie making. Magic. <laughs> James. Love it. James. Jim Cameron is the auteur. Loved yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Like the middle of this movie is probably my favorite chunk of alien filmingness. Hmm. Be what's your new what's your newt take i agree with you completely like she's not great but i love her like insane things she says and i love when she <laughs> salutes the guy while she's wearing the helmet <laughs> and like it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all that there's a child here i guess like she's not it's not like she's monologuing you know it's not like she's a main character she's just kind of along for the ride and i think Ripley. that's kind of the problem though like it's i feel like that's the trope is like very quiet but brave especially little blonde girl is like the mm, thing that happens it. again and again i don't know it just like it, a, she has no personality and that's like believable for the kid i guess but i just beyond like the oh we can show that ripley is like mother. grappling with being a mother in a way mm. like i it just feels like that's what it's there for and i get yeah. it but i don't love it and I think that's very – and it feels like that's maybe sort of an important piece of it too because, I mean, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that you have Newt here to be the character that Ripley has to be motherly for at the same time that you have the the alien mother as the main villain, right. I guess. Like it all feels very intentional. Yeah, and like Speaking I don't need Ripley to grapple with – I like – I guess it's an interesting plot point, but it also like just doesn't add up with the rest of the series in a way. Yeah, I mean they tried to bring that back in like Resurrection, and I think yeah. it's kind of interesting how they do it in Resurrection. But <laughs> I love how it me. is in Resurrection. But yeah. I do too. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I make a final point? Mm-hmm. Love that they flip the switch on the robot, and he's the good guy. I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. yes, awesome. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, 
They do that again, don't they? The robot's yeah, not yeah. always the villain. Walter. Yeah, we yeah love Walter. Walter. We love Walter and yeah. also uh, Space Spoilers. Pirate. Winona Ryder. Yes, yeah, Space Pirate Winona, <laughs> Winona Ryder. Ryder. <laughs> We're not there yet, though. Yeah. Should we talk about because Alien first, to the third? We have to do Alien to the third power. Yeah. <laughs> alien cubed. <laughs> alien. Alien X Alien X Alien? Yeah. This is a crazy movie. Yes. It's a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. It's, it's got... If you had told me, without knowing any background about David Fincher, if you had told me that this movie was made by someone who did a lot of music videos first, yeah. <laughs> I'd believe you. Yep. Where every yeah. music video he made is just camera POV shot through a tunnel chasing someone with like a weird <laughs> yeah. filter applied to it. Sure. Uh, and that stuff doesn't really make as much sense when you think about it because <laughs> no. they like they showed the alien being this fast, crazy thing. Yep. But now we slow him down a little bit for these these, these crazy... slubby prisoners. And they're like, oh, no. And yeah. they're like looking yeah, yeah, over yeah. their shoulder at the alien. Yeah. It's so fun, though. I don't want it to not be there. It's so fun. No, that totally. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also, this movie solves your Newt problem. There you go, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. If Newt was in this, I would have been so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I feel, it, it feels bad to go from, like, okay, so one of my least favorite things about the Alien series is sort of the way it it sets up soul survivors. Like, there's only one person who ever walks away from the Alien. Mm. And Alien sort of broke that. But then the, the punchline is by Alien three no they really didn't do that only sigourney survived only ripley survived Mm -hmm. and it felt just kind of bad because it felt like so much of aliens was you know trying to protect newt or trying to to keep more than just ripley alive and then alien three hits and it's like nope only only ripley's here sorry guys and it i don't remember if it had something to do with like contracts or whatever or or if it was like we couldn't get the guy who played the sergeant or something (laughs) but that right. feels so David Fincher-y to me. Like, no, I'm not going to mess around with the kid being here. <laughs> like, that yeah. felt, like it I don't know what it feels kid is. very like a directorial decision. Can we get Madonna guess, in this yeah. movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Alien Three is basically a stage play. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, or bad. The the prisoners are there, and they have like a weird christian cult thing going on (laughs) uh this is such a weird movie yeah they're all like rapists but they're like you know they found god but only some of them did yeah and it's like a weird interpretation isn't it like the i was under the impression that the way they kind of they do the whole the their interpretation of the bible is like intentionally weird and sci-fi-ish in a way or yeah seems like really self uh flagelling or whatever the word is yeah yeah it's like we're we're being punished and we're in prison well it's because there's yeah. no like outside it's not like there's an outside minister interpreting this right it's like right. yeah all of these people have had a very messed up life coming to their own sense of religion that's kind of awesome yeah <laughs> sort of <laughs> it is it, it really... i also oh go ahead well, I don't know how much it actually adds to the movie. Uh, this entire movie just feels like set dressing, you know, like it's just yeah. like, what if they were, hmm, what if, hmm, what if there was like crazy lice and she was on a prison planet and everybody was British? Hmm. And the lice are cool. What if we did alien, but it was a dog? I like it. I like it. <laughs> 
get it on my desk let's go <laughs> yeah make it brown uh, make the whole movie orange and brown let's go <laughs> charles dance charles dance is an amazing actor and we love him and that's all i have to say about that is he okay. this is a stupid question is he the doctor yes ma'am. yeah yes okay yep. so i think the that relationship between ripley and the doctor is like the only compelling I agree. emotional <laughs> relationship in any of these movies oh in any of maybe them. maybe besides a relationship in prometheus but like mm. i love their chemistry and like i love how brutal it is that like they are really getting along it seems like she finally has an ally that it like matches her in intellect and like understanding what's going on sort of and then just gone so early in the movie and it's so awesome that's such a cool choice i really really like that plot line yeah but that didn't feel like there was a lot of character sort of chemistry is a good word for it there wasn't a whole lot of chemistry to kind of fill in after that mm-hmm. totally I feel like the emotional stakes sort of dropped out and now we're just with a bunch of prisoners and a, a warden you're intentionally not supposed to like and prisoners you're supposed to kind of like even though <laughs> at least a few of them actually tried to commit a rape earlier in this movie and it's kind of weird yeah and then the aliens a cgi monster that's not great uh i think it's kind of awesome like <laughs> it's maybe okay. not awesome in terms of like it completely takes you out of the movie right. but it is so fun to watch the development of like technology over the course of these movies <laughs> and how things it's always like a look case worse study. over time it's so nuts i love it it's so cool <laughs> sure <laughs> i think they figure some of that out by resurrection absolutely oh yeah i think resurrection is a much better looking movie than this movie uh there's like there's like a shot every half hour in this movie where like dang that's a really good looking shot and then it's a lot of like the same three sets and it's just people talking because this is a stage play movie yeah you don't think that Fincher had the power to do like what he does now right like it wasn't like oh we're doing eighty takes of Sigourney oh, doing X thing right right, right, right he had right. to have been a normal director at this point well, well this was his debut yeah this was like his first feature film I don't think they would have given him the power to like be an auteur right which is so weird to think about like him it seems like he didn't have a lot of control of this project and like everything we know about him now is he's the biggest control freak on earth so like imagine him trying to exist in that environment the I don't know. yeah he was probably exactly a jerk, i bet yeah oh i'm sure he was yeah yeah, yeah. um and i don't it think it probably been because he would also be coming out of like doing Madonna videos and stuff too, where it seems like he maybe had a little more direct hand in what was going on. Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of shoveling a, a, an attempted blockbuster franchise on his on his lap, and they're like, "Hey, go do something with go this. Go kill this franchise for us, bud." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this movie's too long, you guys. Yes. Yeah. Third act. I still is have too so long. much fun with it, though. I don't know. It's not a fun movie, though. It's depressing. It's like. It's like grist for the mill. It's just a bunch of people just like living terrible lives and then getting killed and being like, hmm. Hold yeah. On. I had way more fun with it the second time. Like the first time it is hard and you're like dealing with the fact that like these people have committed terrible crimes and are committing terrible crimes. And, and the British. second time it was just like, I don't know, this is so wacko. <laughs> like it's so <laughs> far off the beaten path of yeah. reality. Yeah. I, I can't name a lot of, like, sci-fi blockbusters that feel like Alien 3, I can tell you that much. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
for good. <laughs> which I which I kind of like about it. Yeah. It's got like a unique thing to it. I don't know. It doesn't feel like a movie that would ever – it feels like a movie that could only ever be made at this point, at this time. That, that like the stars had to align to have David Fincher make his first debut and it's this really grungy attempt at a, another alien movie except everything's all orange and – and we have a somewhat professional cast here to act. <laughs> right. There's finally actors in one of these movies. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. They're real good at uh, running from the alien and then getting their head sliced off or whatever. Yeah. Um, kind of, there's some kind of neat twist too. I get, I think this whole, like this sort of like forced intimacy between uh, Ripley and the alien itself is kind of a cool direction yeah. to go yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels like the one of the only other places you could really go with with that sort of thing yeah especially when you kind of tee up this like motherhood theme in two and you're like okay where do we go next with this right she'll have the alien herself no. or something and then boy are we gonna ratchet it up more in the next one <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so also, are, the shaved head is really cool. It's yes, like, I, I do don't like know the if the head. lice are just there so that Ripley can have a shaved head, but it's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what? Should we move on to Alien 4? We can move on to Alien 4, I think. Alien 4 is hip-hop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was the most entertaining one for me, I think, but I think it might be a terrible movie, but it's really good <laughs> at the same I time. Know. I had this so queued up to me as like, oh, this is a this movie shouldn't exist. Like, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it's the what uh, blemish on the series. I don't know. I thought it was really fun. I think like two is extremely stupid, and like we act like that's a great movie. Like, if that one's getting a pass, <laughs> then I think this one should get a pass too. They're both dumb and they're both fun, and that's fine. Yeah, I like yeah. four so much more than two, though. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's got, there's some stuff to it that feels like if you had told me, oh, some weird French director made this movie, it <laughs> makes sense that that's the case. From like everything from like the, the final alien design to, you know, the guy in the motor wheelchair with a shotgun mm-hmm. cussing at everyone or or whatever with a French accent or something. And then <laughs> like hints of a friend ac- French accent, the weird the weird basketball scene. We love, love the basketball, the basketball scene. <laughs> the basketball scene is our uh, number one movie on the list. We're just yes. going to put it through right now. The, uh, and also some of the, the sort of the strangeness to it, especially with like the body horror and stuff that comes up at times in this movie. The the cloning room or whatever oh is yes. such a great Resident thing. Evil level. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this movie is really... It's weird, but it's, I don't know. It, I feel like it's a movie that you have to watch the other movies for so that you can appreciate the ways it is not the other movies. Because otherwise, I think this would be bad. I think this would be a very yeah. strange, isolated viewing experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a... But that's not something I feel like you could hold that should necessarily be held against it to some degree, though, because no. it is at the time that this comes out, it feels as though, yeah, you should know Alien 
aliens and whatever. These aren't, these aren't like unknown items. There's even a mythology you could play with. As long as you know, the alien is the alien and, and it does spooky things by impregnating people and, and then eating their face with a second mouth or whatever. Yay. You can come into this one and you're like, okay, Ron Perlman's here now. And, and <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of got, I don't know. I don't know where I want to, what, I, what exactly to say. Can I say something, Michael? Please say something. This movie, though very weird and cartoonish at times, I think does yeah. some of the horror stuff very well. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm-hmm. I love so much the, and this gets at like, here's where you can take the corporate overlords, evil people thing. I love the lineup of people just strapped in with the face hugger eggs in front of them. You know, just mm-hmm. like the assembly line of an alien that we have going on in this ship. That's awesome. That's where I want this mm-hmm. to go. That's cool. And the design of the human alien is... Stupid. Like, <laughs> no, it is so cool. Don't you dare. Sorry. It is so cool. And it's so gross. Like, it's it gross. disgusting to look at. Yeah. And it's so fun because the whole time you're just looking at it and thinking like, oh, I guess this is kind of a mix between an alien and a human <laughs> yes, skull. That's how that would go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And that's awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> they figured it out. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the eyes you know? are so weird and stupid. And oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The uh, and it's expressive. I think mm-hmm. it's kind yeah. of a cool thing. The uh, well, I mean, because I, I feel like this movie also it. this movie also does the best version of the we're sucking the alien into space. That's how we so kill it, guys. Gross and silly. By yeah, but I think it also works because it attaches it, it kind of feels like a, a climax to that whole Ripley as the mother character sure. kind of thing as well because sure. she does look on tearfully and the monster does kind of look back on her as though it's Aww. it's scared and and I think that worked really really well at least for me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um yeah, I just I don't know. And it looked sad and stuff, but convincingly <laughs> sad, even though it was also kind of goofy. And the fact that, like, Winona's also sad during that, I think, is really cool. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, they did a good enough job making something so absurd have some emotional weight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Joss Whedon. Mm. <laughs> um, the underwater scene is also very good. I think that's a great mm-hmm. setup that they hadn't tackled yet. Yeah, because I feel like there's only there's only so many ways you can make being stranded on a ship scary. Right. At this point, because it's like okay, we've already done the, the, the air ducts. not on the air ducts, the 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 cats in the lockers, the cats in the locker, the the, the dry parts of a ship, <laughs> the newt. <laughs> it feels like okay. There's where else can we go with this? Let's. What if we pulled something out of like a. a a war movie, a navy movie, but then made it a horror movie. Yeah, set. It's kind of cool. And it like, and then you get that long, like the whole ladder sequence. Yeah, that you could also pull out of that as well. It's all kind of cool. Yeah, I'm with you. How do we feel about Winona Ryder as a space pirate? Love it. Fine. <laughs> I mean, love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always happy to see Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't think it's the best character in the series or anything, but I mean, it's one owner writer. It is weird. Uh, also, I need to mention really quickly, I forgot to say in Alien 3, the scene with the robot where she like sort of brings it back to life. Oh, and then yeah. he, like That is so yeah. freaking cool. Um, yeah. And the general cool. design yes. of the robots having like this white goo blood is so cool. Agreed. Um, yes. Anyways, I think it is really maybe one of my least favorite choices that the movie makes is how like Winona Robot is like somehow human in a way that the other mm. robots aren't like i think yeah. that's so poorly explained and like just feels like a way for them to achieve two things that they wanted in the movie that yeah. conflict mm. with one another sure yeah and she serves but she survives in a way right. she's like magically teleporting around and being like i'm fine okay thanks yeah. winona right also i can hack the ship or something yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it was yeah through a crazy like iv basically oh yeah, that was so cool yeah it is kind of cool yeah, yeah. Uh, biotech it does feel a little it does feel a little deus ex machina mm-hmm. absolutely i i'm not here for the plot man i'm here for a basketball yeah. scene and <laughs> dude turning his wheelchair into a gun yeah. <laughs> the uh how what about the okay i like the whole space pirate team thing in general because it's very stupid but in a way that feels like <laughs> like pulled right out of a comic book or something yeah, totally. and and is genuinely fun fun in a, in a in a sort of yeah cartoonish kind of way but in a way that i don't know it was it just like conventionally enjoyable as opposed to like uh uh enjoyable in a lot of the other ways the the alien series is you Ron Perlman being this grungy <laughs> disgusting man. Yeah, I kind of like him playing those roles a lot. Yeah. If it's typecasting, I don't it's typecasting, yeah. He's a role, he's a Ron Perlman type, but I, <laughs> I really like him in this. Uh Michael. Yeah. As an aficionado of film, hmm. did you were you ever put off by the proto Marvel vibes this Joss Whedon penned movie gave off? Hmm. Not really, because it felt like it was doing things Joss Whedon would never do with a Marvel movie. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Like I don't like I, like so much of the weirdness of this movie. I think offset all of that. Yeah, because it's like you wouldn't have a weird bunch of cloning mon- cloned monsters in a in an oh, Avengers yeah. movie telling you like like you kill wouldn't have a, a yeah you wouldn't have a Chris Evans on a table whispering kill me. It would be pretty <laughs> awesome though. It would be cool, but you wouldn't have it. No. You wouldn't have the weird the weird baby alien being sucked through a tiny hole and in, into space or anything like that that's all so, no. it's all odd. i think some of that stuff sort of offset i think the the weediness stuff sure it's sure written like a weed movie yeah very quippy which yeah which kind of sucked yeah ripley was such an unbelievable character for so much of this mm-hmm. until she was like i think they finally sort of gave her a, a more believable persona by the end of this movie, but so much of this, she was just kind of throwing out bad one single, yeah. like one-liners and stuff yeah. throughout this movie, and it was just kind of distant and cold and stupid. Yeah, but no less fun way than the stupid parts of this movie were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't I'm know. With you, I'm with you. Can I ask a logistical question? I still don't get how they got her DNA with the mother. This is a great question. Oh, come on. I I'm wondering how they get from space and back. And you guys are like, that's stupid. They obviously just do it. And now well, like, she Carly's... jumped into a fire pit. Carly? How did I'm they gonna... get it? 
I mean, I am. Well, when you fall into a lava pit, you don't just burn off every single mm-hmm, piece mm-hmm. of of matter. Calcifies, you it, see, and then the yeah, it converts the matter um, um, ash at the at the bottom of the the, the lava Bishop. pit. <laughs> Bishop, <laughs> and uh, it's fine. It really feels like David Fincher was like, okay, this is going to be definite. There's a shot of her being launched into the fire and then they were just like nah jk and like apparently sigourney really didn't want to do this movie and then they just gave her a crap load of money and she was like fine i'll do it (laughs) can i have a bad haircut sure (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know and then what we're in paris at the end is that right yeah 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 okay or vegas yeah, that's what? true. That's interesting. Mm, makes you think. Yeah. It's probably Paris though. Wait. Well, I'm confused. Where does Paris come from? Oh, Michael had a different ending. Whoop, whoop, whoop. When they crash the ship into the earth, there's like an end sequence with uh Ripley and Winona where they're by the Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's a that's not in the, the theatrical cut or anything oh, like really? that. <laughs> no, no. It ends with them. <laughs> The theatrical ends with them crashing, crashing the ship into Earth. You're getting that kind of crazy nuclear explosion at the end. And then Ripley saying something about being a stranger here herself. And that that's sort of it. That's kind of the that's, same thing. That's, that's the Alien series now. Right. Which I think actually kind of worked, given everything. But We'll never know. Um, until they do like a Netflix anime continuation of <laughs> Alien Resurrection or whatever. Well, there are actually a bunch of books based off of it. Oh, I have no idea. If they're, I don't know. If, I have no idea if they're canon anymore. What because a fart of, of a sentence. Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how that works anymore. You can't just keep like. Retconning. It's kind of crazy to. It, it's weird to me how many kind of like logic holes they go through to make sure there's still an alien in this movie. <laughs> yeah. To prey on these people <laughs> right. and. Oh man, the aliens in the glass like making out with the dude and like killing each other for the acid and stuff, dude. It's so cool. <laughs> That's so awesome. I think it's so cool. I was into it. Oh, uh, this movie's cool. Yeah. Uh, should we talk I about actually... a cooler movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the next hour and forty-seven minutes, we're talking about Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. uh, please if only we could sum it up in that time that's right you gotta go through what creation myths <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. No. Uh, uh, okay kind of really scott's kind of pre- really pretentious no he's a little pretentious okay that's okay this- uh okay you guys go at it. I'm fine. I, I've made my piece. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I like Prometheus a lot. It's kind of messy, but I think it tees up some interesting ideas with the mythology, even if it's still kind of that same, you know, forerunner alien kind of mm-hmm. direction. Mm-hmm. But I like this whole idea of the relationship between the creators and the created, mm-hmm. and how. David amplifies that by being a David Bowie impression or whatever, sure. but also just by being like a. I just think it's 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 an interesting dynamic where you have humans looking for their creator, who while you also have the android with his creators, and what what does this all like? That's I don't mean, know, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> but. 
You made me. What do I make? No, that's Covenant. Sorry, we're we're getting ahead. That is Covenant. I'm sorry. Uh, but I like all of that, and I think it makes more sense when they throw Covenant into the mix because I think it kind of underlines what really wants to do with this this prequel series. But I I, I just kind of like that as a as a central concept. Is it gracefully handled throughout Prometheus? Maybe, maybe not. Does it, That's a and, I also, and I also don't really care for how this sort of ends with a CGI fight, but I I still liked it as far as and I, I thought it was an interesting direction to go with this, considering how it feels. It feels like Alien always sort of flirts with some kind of like higher concept, with at least with the mythology, and this seems like it's in, in a, an interesting direction to go with that, and I like that. I'm I'm having a hard time kind of summarizing my thoughts on Prometheus, I guess, but it's kind of a weird movie. But Carly, can I say a little bit and then I'll let you yes. uh, refute my points? Uh, I totally agree with you, Michael. I think this is a fascinating direction for Alien to go in, and I support really Scott wanting to tell this tale, even though I don't think it's helped by its connection to the alien series so much. I think those themes weren't really the point of alien at any point, right? It was about an alien killing people and maybe there's like mom stuff going on there. Corporations yeah. are bad. Like I, I yeah. never really got like a, like who Faith is God and yeah. Thing yeah. out of it. Uh, but I mean, it's great that he's making sci-fi tackling those issues that looks like this, you know, like it's, it's not like other movies. It's great that, I mean, compare this to Avatar, right? Where it's just like, <laughs> James Cameron, what are you doing? Like, really, Scott, I understand what he's doing. Uh, at the same time, I, 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 this movie, I, it just doesn't work. I, it, it's craziness. It doesn't, it's just, it is that theme. And then there's a movie where a bunch of people make really awful, stupid decisions. And then there's a CGI fight at the end. Like, uh, my main problem with Prometheus is not that it's bad. It's that it's, it had the potential to be really great. And I don't think it is. Carly, do you agree? I love this movie so much. I know you do. That's fine. <laughs> um, I think it looks exactly how I want it to look. Okay. Or like, I think this is the first movie that looks like this, that I saw that I got jazzed about. Like, we all laugh about the naked no, Elvis no. standing at the no, waterfall, no, no. but I love the naked <laughs> Elvis standing at the waterfall. I think that's so cool. I think the entire design of this movie is so cool. And I think it is way... Like, it's so fun that the older movies are like this grungy version of space, but my brain works a lot easier with like modern Charlize Theron version of space. Like I think it's a lot easier for me to absorb this story and stuff. Um, when it's not just like so chaotic. I also think that the main character is really, really good. Like maybe, I don't know. I think some of the, like her connection to faith and like how that plays out, um gets a little bit messy in the middle but mm. i think in general following this like ripley type that's 
different enough that she really is her own distinct character and i think that actor just totally kills this movie even though she has to say like really corny stuff sometimes i think that's great i think the introduction of this new version of uh the ai is wonderful and like uh michael fassbender is sort of perfect for that part uh, and is immediately terrifying, which is a great way to introduce a bad character, I think. Um, and then I love the freakout. Like, I know the freakout goes into the CGI finale. I also love the CGI finale. I think, like, the last 45 minutes of this movie are so fun and bonkers because there's, like, a lady running around who just had her entire body ripped open and she's, mm-hmm. like, sprinting across just like, Stop! planets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, like, there's something about this movie that is a little bit hard to put my finger on, but it's so exciting and fun and cool. And it's nice that all of that is happening. Like you said, while he's grappling with some interesting ideas that weren't really explored in previous iterations. It is very weird that this is a prequel to alien. Yeah. (laughs) It's not though. It's not, it's Prometheus. It's different. Look over here. Jingle keys. Michael, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, supposedly, there's a third movie in this, this God, trilogy. Yes, I and can't supposed, wait. And it's supposed to lead three directly to... Three fastbenders. <laughs> a whole room of fastbenders. No. <laughs> so many recorders. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's supposed to lead right up into Alien. So this is supposed to be like a direct prequel. And it's sort of weird then to think about how it's supposed to jump from who is God to but, crazy penis monster. But this, when, when I watched alien and mm. I don't know where these aliens came from, I'm not like frustrated. That's how movies work. Like I, I get that really Scott, this is the movie he needed to make. Like he needed to tell this tale, but it, it's nothing to me. I don't care where, and I, I don't think this does a good job of explaining that either. And I don't think ultimately that was the goal was to explain just where the aliens came from. If so, it was no. bad. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it I does cue Covenant up really well to do that, though. I don't even... I don't... So, the thing that sort of irks me about this is I don't get the impression that the role of Prometheus and then Covenant is really to explain the origin of the alien. It does, Because though. it seems... I know it does, and that's what's sort of weird about it to me. Yeah. Um, cause I feel like the, the reason these movies exist is instead for the whole, it, it's for David right. and it's for this, this other side, this, 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 you know, Prometheus tale or this creation mythology. And it's sort of weird then that the alien stuff becomes so directly involved with it. I don't think it's inherently bad out the gate that that's the case. Cause I think it's kind of, it, it's interesting i'm hedging my words here that that's sort of that there are these like these explicit ties between these movies about penis monsters and these Mm -hmm. movies about (laughs) naked space elves Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um what a combo i think that's so cool though like i think it's cool that after how many years after resurrection it was like oh now let's start to figure out how like humans by virtue of creating an ai 
created the thing that could kill them and is like the most perfect villain of all time. Like, I think that is really cool. I think that's fun. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Uh, and I think it actually does work really well with the overall exploration of David. Like, we made David. David makes the that's end of the world. You know, like, that's the next movie to me. Yeah, which- yeah but this is it, existing for that, I think. And no, I think it, okay. like, I think it, it is doing that, but I also think it works as a movie on its own, independent of that. Do you think Covenant works as a movie independent of this movie? I have no idea. Okay. I don't think so. I think it sort of has a an Empire Strikes Back sure. thing going on in I a lot you. of ways. Yeah. But I hear you. Um I think it sort of contextualizes this one in a way though where at least it makes that that sort of central that that central theme of creationism of creation and things like that. I think Covenant sort of crystallizes that a lot more. That this is why this this is what Ridley really wants to do with with Alien prequels, which I think is sort of an interesting spin on it. I wonder whether or not it stemmed from Ridley wanting to try to get a budget for this this space movie, or whether or not it was intentional that this be the sort of the the setup for Alien, or if this was uh, the sort of the idea of why where this went from being space Prometheus to space Prometheus and also an Alien prequel. Yeah. I'm not sure where the, the the money. Yeah, I wonder if it's not the money, or if it's not yeah. really trying to take back ownership of this franchise after. Sure. After I mean, he also seems weakened, to be but. the type of person who reinvests in things because he can't get them out of his head, right? Like that's like mm-hmm. the whole story with Blade Runner is he can't stop messing around with it. It feels like that aligns with what he's doing with Alien. This is the Donda of uh, Alien movies. It's uh, <laughs> so unfortunate. Uh, uh, I don't want to get confrontational here, you guys. <laughs> what a good way to introduce a sentence. <laughs> but I, we keep talking about like these themes, you know, of like the creator, and like we're tackling these themes. But I, we're we're not giving any examples of how the movie does that. Uh, hmm. Is there? Do you feel where do you feel those themes come through strongly in this movie? I guess I think they come out stronger in Covenant, but (laughs) but I think the fact the movie is the movie is called Prometheus, the ship is called Prometheus. It's the 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 catalyst for the plot is that the head of the Wayland Company. Spoilers alert: the head of the Wayland Company wants to find some kind of key to immortality by meeting his maker or something. That they're hunting for some kind of proof of ancient aliens or whatever that there is this sort of direct relationship between the engineers and people and the people create david and david sort of contends with his creators and that stuff kind of comes out a lot more clearly and directly in in covenant but But i think like we get our main character saying like uh they she says directly like oh they made us and then they wanted to or they yeah, they made us, they wanted to kill us, and they decided not to. I need to find out why. Which is, like, maybe too expository, but is, yeah. like, putting a pin in what the movie is trying to get at. Yeah. But I I don't know how to reconcile that with it. Um, well, it's this team of scientists, and wouldn't... I guess it would just be so much more interesting to me if these people were competent. 
I feel like it would be a lot easier to tackle these themes that we're talking about if these were actual scientists going to this planet to like research things and investigate things instead of MMA guy going like, man, I'm a geologist and you guys aren't even looking at rocks. And then he gets eaten by a worm or something like, I don't, <laughs> it's just like, there's this like scaffolding of interesting ideas. And then they built like this schlocky horror movie out of it. And I don't understand. It doesn't. Yeah, didn't, they, didn't they see alien? You don't poke at the <laughs> exactly. weird penis monster. Don't take your helmet off. First of all, <laughs> please. But Tucker, there is oxygen on this planet. I know. <laughs> I, know. I don't know. It just uh, it got in the way of the about five minutes of this movie that I think is really interesting, and uh, it's hard for me to appreciate that in that context. Yeah, Charlize is competent, sort of. She's not. She runs the wrong way. Run yeah. the other yeah, way. Yeah, poor Charlize. Yeah, I'm she's... so happy she's in this movie, man. Sure. The scene Father. of her just like doing push-ups right out of the whatever bath thing. Oh my yep. god, that's yep. so cool. <laughs> yeah, out of the sleepy pod. She's yeah. like, let's go. Yeah, that's awesome. James Franco can't do this. No. <laughs> Is that a good segue? <laughs> Are we done talking about Prometheus? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think I guess how I guess some of the alien stuff I think is maybe worth talking about a little bit in Prometheus. It does feel kind of tagged on in a way, but they're still very clear. Like it's very clearly an alien movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, the sort of like, there were only so many places you could really go and keep the whole alien impregnating people thing. Interesting. And I think the, <laughs> yeah. the, the one sequence in the surgery table in, prometheus is sort of a horror the next place you could go with that and actually keep it kind of horrifying in a way and keep mm -hmm. it interesting in a way um i also think that this sort of thread of you know the wayland corporation in the earlier movies wanting to take the alien to make a bioweapon and then the alien mm -hmm. actually being a bioweapon mm -hmm. is sort of kind of a, a, a neat I need to, the the whole George Lucas saying it's poetry rhymes with itself or whatever is a neat example of that I think, or this is a neat example of that really stupid idea. But <laughs> but just from my I'm just talking from you know my perspective here. But the intention of that where they're like we're gonna create a bioweapon and it's gonna go bad because we're stupid and we're a corporation um, is way more interesting to me than. Michael Fassbender puts a drop of funky goo in this guy's drink, and that eventually leads to a giant squid fighting god. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's it's. It just feels like this movie is a series of like things that happen by circumstance, you know. And whereas I am so more in line with like, here is the good guy and the bad guy, and they're going at it. Maybe I'm. Giant. You know, that's not. Uh, heroic filmmaking or anything, but uh, it made more sense to me, I guess. Yeah, it is weird that so much of the plot is right. Well, I guess, like, the aliens would have taken over this ship eventually, but I get what you're saying. Like, it's like, oh, David is happens to be bad, and therefore, like, yeah. this chain of events starts. And dudes just happen to, like, put their face next to the worm and then fall into the goo. And then he's... They always put their face next to they, the worm. Ripley would never put her face next to the worm. Yeah. Ripley's she, not here, Tucker. You just have to get past this. I suppose. Yeah, like, 
Shoot Charlize killing the guy with the flamethrower is awesome. I know, but why is he there? Why is there a zombie? Like, what? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It does sort of feel like they just tagged in a bunch of different, well, what can we do with the alien kind I of like ideas? I like that, though. I like that idea. What can we do with the alien? Hmm. Well, we can make it into a more obvious penis metaphor okay. and then also make zombies yeah. and then also make a giant hentai yeah. monster that tackles oh, yeah. God. God, yes. Is this the uh, theatrical cut? Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, it's kind of, I think it's kind of a crazy direction to go because it always felt like so much of the, the past alien stuff was like an intentional next step in development. Yeah. And it's sort of weird then to go back on it and it's it's actually goop but also a zombie <laughs> parasite but also a hentai when monster but also the alien itself and or like a really early version of the alien itself I think they call it a neophyte sure. in the the lore or whatever but how can they know that though or not a neo a neo a neomorph, neomorph yeah. yeah neomorph they don't know it's transitional because they haven't lived through alien covenant yet uh, can I have one more thought? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Uh, I wish they had done more with the whole thing where they're seeing the hologram of the engineer. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, things went real bad here, huh? And there's like a mural of like alien fan art on the wall and there's a giant <laughs> head. And they just kind of are like, huh, I guess it's some, something did happen here, didn't it? And then <laughs> bad things happen. I wish... I, for this movie that's like, here's our origins and we're going to explore this history a little bit, they just kind of like, there's a lot of mystery to it still. They don't really explain too much, which maybe which I think, point. yeah, which I maybe like more than trying to over explain everything. But that's what Prometheus also like. That's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Prometheus yeah, is like, we need to go and explain. I don't know. Yeah. Frustrating this movie. The, uh, where they revive the head from the, that's awesome. So it's kind of cool. That's awesome. It's, it feels like a weird idea as yeah. far as like why would you ever like do it. that yeah yeah because they can i love that they have a shield for when the head explodes they're like put the head shield down <laughs> <laughs> this thing's gonna blow yeah love it uh michael i don't know i, I don't really have much else to say i feel it feels sort of really uneven it looks fantastic i love the yeah. ship designs mm-hmm. in the prequel movies they just they look cool. Prometheus especially looks very cool. Yeah. And sort of that land, the initial landing sequence is mm-hmm. like, just as far as like a visual spectacle goes, it's really, I, I think Carly, you kind of talked about how it's, it's so different from like the, the original alien series. Like it becomes like, there's this visual spectacle then to, to Prometheus overall, where it just looks really, really good. And I don't know. I, I I really liked all of that, especially with the the stuff with the ships. But which is so funny that like it makes sense in our time continuum, but not at all in the time continuum of no, no, yeah. No, no, but no, no, like it is. I don't want them to do it differently, but it's just hilarious. Like that makes no sense that like the grungy ship with all the mechanics was in the future, but before yeah. it was clean and modern. <laughs> like, that's that's like, yeah. You know what else is funny? <laughs> Talking about movies. We look at Alien from 1979, we're like, oh, man, that's so cool looking. And people are going to look at Prometheus in 10 years and be like, ugh. Yeah. I guess that's what CGI looked like back then. I hope not. I don't want to feel that old yet. 
We're getting there, dude. I just <laughs> that's that really. I just think it's going to age worse because CGI is not CRT monitors. On the I guess. Ship. I mean, it. I still think it looks realistic enough. It's not going to be like. I like. I don't know how many how much further we can go with the whole CGI thing. Yeah. To me, like, like I don't know where else it goes from here to look realistic at this yeah. point. Not Alien Covenant. <laughs> Alien Covenant like, is the sequel to Prometheus, uh, and it's the last film we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> Another really Scott banger, Carly. Yeah. How do you feel? I remember a time, Carly. Yes. When you watched five minutes of Alien Covenant and you said, "No, oh, thank you." No, no. Yeah, I really, 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 really hate Danny McBride. Okay, he's in this movie quite a bit. Yeah, that's Country sucks. Roads. I love Country Roads. Can we talk about Country Roads for a second? What's up? This is my main complaint with this movie. It makes no <laughs> sense why... That everyone in 2100 or whatever knows yeah. Country Roads. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, tractor-driving hick is like man i know that song country road it would be like somebody from like now being like oh the song from 1870 of course because i I love overture or whatever (laughs) silly wagner is so good wagner i'm sorry oh wagner yes wagner is so good yeah (laughs) i hate that everyone is just people from now and they talk like people from now and there's no language differences or (laughs) it's just like really sky can't he has like this amazing idea for what the universe will be like and like where we came from but he can't imagine a group of people from a different time period it's just james franco climbing a mountain and he's like yep i think it is more challenging oh was that james franco (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think okay. it is more challenging to watch things that are supposed to be set in the future when they're cast with people like James Franco and Danny McBride. And don't because it's just like, though. oh, we're in- oh, I completely agree. Like, yeah. I think that is a major flaw. It's like, oh, I feel like I'm in Pineapple Express, right. but I'm watching this <laughs> alien movie. Like, that's not so. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, and he's wearing a freaking cowboy hat or whatever. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. No, his name you. is Tennessee. He's from Tennessee, I think. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Whereas, anyway. like Charlize and Idris Elba feel like future people, sort of. Like that you. makes no, sense to me. Oh my god! Whatever. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, I watched the rest of the movie, agree. and it was really good. I don't I, want to agree, but I agree. So I, I I think this is by far the worst of these movies. I think this is terrible. <laughs> Alien Covenant's really bad, you guys. No. Please agree I, with me on this. No. No. Okay. It's actually what it's one of my favorite ones in this oh, series. Man. Like, I don't know. Okay. 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 <clears throat> I don't Go have a spiel. Game. I don't I don't have a <clears throat> spiel prepared, but there's some Everything from sort of the David and Walter interactions and, and stuff like that to the the uh, the sequence in the tall grass at night where they're being mm-hmm. kind of stalked. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I'm that's, countering that's Carly's mm-hmm with my. Mm-mm. You see, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm really hard because I think I like that as an action movie setup kind of sequence more than i liked a lot of what was happening in aliens which was supposedly the the action movie version of of this this series yeah because it, it just felt like the stakes were a little more grounded Cooked. and not cheesy and I, I don't know 
it, it, it was it, it felt like it felt like more of a horror setup too because you're like an actual pitch darkness and the thing that's stalking them sprints fast it's still kind of mysterious and it's also mysterious to us because we really haven't spent time with the sort of the the more animalistic versions of alien we only really know the we really only spent time with the xenomorph and like the next steps in evolution from xenomorph so there's still a little bit of that like that mystery there and i I liked all of that a lot i liked david being sort of this maniacal hannibal-esque kind of character (laughs) leading everyone to their individual dooms and stuff for his own sense of his own sense of discovery and things like that. And I just, I liked all of that a lot. The imagery of the, like, of, of David dropping the bombs or dropping Mm -hmm. the, the, the The cloud of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sort of genociding the entire forerunner race. And then you get their sort of like Pompeii-esque, uh, remains, afterward all of that is so cool to me um to where it's sort of easy for me then to overlook stuff like danny mcbride being a literal cowboy and (laughs) that sort of crane sequence on the platform that i didn't really i don't really like the platform ship that part was awesome yeah i like the platform too Eh, i'm sorry i really don't like that kind of stuff i felt to me aliens always been so so much more grounded and then going from that which even then i don't know if that actually holds up as a statement looking back at the the series as a whole (laughs) i get what you're saying yeah and then on top of that doing the whole let's kick them out the the air shaft again kind of thing i like stuff like that i didn't care for as much and i also don't think the cast was generally as strong this time around as it was in prometheus or or some of the other even even at its hammiest i still think some of the the other alien movies had a better sense of character at least than it wanted from its cast members this is so hammy it is kind of hammy yeah but that's fun like i bet i bet danny mcbride even smelled like ham (laughs) but like the hamminess makes sense when you're also having a scene that's inside David's evil lair with his weird pictures I, I and stuff. I can't with that stuff, Kara. Oh, know. I love that. That's like the best part of the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll agree with you there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't keep going. I'm sorry. I don't know. And it's also just like the funniest and best thing you could do in a movie is like kill Billy Crudup in this way. Like, okay. <laughs> All of that's wonderful. He, uh, he's one of my major problems with this movie. Uh, is and then I'm, I'll I'll pass the baton back to Eckhart, but he I wanted to bring him up because I hate so much his character and what he represents because they took these issues of faith and tried to build upon them by just creating a character who is that issue. And then they mm-hmm. do absolutely nothing with the character. That's interesting in that context. And that's, I think one of the most interesting questions, you know, orbiting this prequel series is, you know, when you go looking for your creator, how do you reconcile that with your faith? And they just don't. And he looks at yeah. the face hugger thing and it eats him. And I'm, it's so disappointing to me because that's what I want out of these movies. And I feel like Prometheus was setting up if Alien Covenant was a good movie, they would be able to build upon that. And instead, he shoots aliens and then dies. And that was very disappointing to me. 
I think it's like I think your point is completely fair. I but I also wonder, like that character is so obviously stupid to me mm-hmm. that it feels like he's sort of like it's supposed to be good that he dies. Like he's so overt and so like unintelligent seeming that it just like I'm <laughs> joyous when he dies, and I feel like I have to trust Ridley Scott enough that like he's also happy when Billy Crudup dies. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I feel like so. Okay, so him being sort of the arbiter of of the faith side of all of this movie didn't work because I didn't even really get that out of him outside of a couple stray lines about him being religious or whatever. They don't trust me because I have faith. I am um, faithful. Yes, <laughs> it's it's kind of silly. Um, for me, he was more of the like incompetent male figure in charge that is in so many of these movies as well <laughs> and that he was kind of slated to die in a silly way kind of, yeah i love when he um, shoots the other alien though when yeah. the thunder's like don't shoot don't shoot and he's like yeah 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 no it's a good idea if i shoot this one <laughs> and like, he's yeah. right he was but, right god bless him yeah uh, I think I think it's actually a very fair criticism that they sort of leave the whole religion side of thing hanging because it is a very good like, you know, if you're really asking the whole creation myth stuff and you do kind of key that up in, in Prometheus with very explicit references to, to missionary work and, and such yeah. Yeah. and then sort of drop all of that so you can have this other really doofy captain character who gets offed pretty quick what i thought was interesting or what not interesting maybe but what where they were going with him it seemed like they were making him a little or going to try to make him a little more sympathetic yeah than some of the other his other equivalents in the alien series like the the corporate executive guy from aliens or the uh any male character in this movie series any any male character in this movie series but um they kind of off him i think before they really make him really engaging as a sympathetic character as well yeah so he's not scummy though he's not like a bad guy he's just kind of like no no he's like immediately unlikable though yeah but they also make i think a point of like showing that he is out of his element right like it it feels like he is so he he should not be the one in charge and i think they make it immediately clear that he's 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 incompetent. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I had, Car. You can keep going. Um I think the Amy Simon's death is really good. Can you I think uh, the the blonde lady towards the beginning? Oh, Oh. in the in the ship with the uh, yes. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Um and I think that's one where it's like I don't know if this is what Ridley Scott was doing but like she's such a beloved like indie movie person that it's like oh Amy Simons is in this that's so fun and then she's or gone now. like nearly immediately. Yeah. Um and then I truly think the David Walter stuff is like some of the most fun I've ever had watching anything in my entire life. That was joyous. I every single second of that was like Ooh, <laughs> I just I love them playing the flutes together. It's so silly, yeah. and like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that is objectively so silly. But then they also think there's like really interesting stuff of just like, oh, we created these two robots, and now it's just down to them. Like none of the other stuff matters. None of the humans matter. 
the aliens don't matter at this point. It's just coming down to like which one of them was created better and has learned more. And that's so nuts. I have so many thoughts. Michael, some do you have any thoughts? Yeah, just some of their interactions were a lot of fun too. Sort of the, especially the kind of the gotcha, some of the gotcha moments. The, uh, they quote the, the Ozymandias poem at each other several mm-hmm. times sort in of. this movie, <laughs> yeah. sort of. And uh, David misattributes it. And it's, it's fun to me because they kind of build David up as being this like hyper intelligent no sort of like puppet master kind of character who really knows everything that he needs to know that's going on. And then clearly has like a superiority complex, but then Walter's there and he's designed so that he can't create or whatever. And he's designed to be intentionally inferior to David. So he's not as much of a threat or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he corrects David on, on the, the authorship of Ozymandias. And it felt like such a fun, like, moment as far as like chipping away at david as this image of perfection or whatever um i don't know i just stuff like that interested me what kind of disappointed me about the david and walter dynamic was then it sort of does descend into a a weird superpower robot fight they're like throwing each other against columns and stuff hell yeah hell yeah it's that to me is so silly considering how much this movie i think wants to be more than just a silly science fiction slash horror film right or whatever it's really going for at this point as has like a genre that i don't know that that is my issue with these movies yeah exactly uh it's right there is you can't have these robots you know spouting philosophy at each other and then they have a fight, and then it's basically the thing where it's like, shoot him, not me. I'm the real Walter. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? You can't do that. But it goes on for like the last third of the movie, this whole thing where it's like, you're pulling the wool over my eyes, Ridley Scott. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Good thing Walter's there to help them. And yeah. It's like, okay. Um, I just think, what's the evil robot's name? David. 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 Yeah. I think he's super boring as a villain because he has no, he's a robot who is perfect, you know? And it's like, he is like the puppet master where it's like, I already set this in motion, you know? Like I, this is already going, this is done, you know? And then the people just show up and bad things happen to him. And it's like, there's no, his intention is so pure and obvious that there's no fun to be had. So they had to like swerve into like weird flute playing, you know, like to (laughs) liven that up at all. Cause he's not a good villain. Otherwise, he's just like, his villainy is Billy come with me and die. You know, like he doesn't have to convince Billy to come with him and die. He just guides him through his kill room and then kills him. And it's like, I wish either this movie was about these evil robots or they would acknowledge that this is dumb because it's like this weird middle ground where I I think so a couple. A couple things with that. I think the whole leading Billy Crud up to his death thing works because he's clearly an incompetent character. And also they're stranded on a planet and the only familiar face on that planet is a robot that is very literally a familiar face. Suppose, um, but it's not. And the whole image of I think I think the way to sort of read David is to look at him as a as a Hannibal type character. But also insecure in a way, because I think that. And it is shown in that that moment where Walter corrects him, where, you know, David isn't exactly as 
he isn't perfect. Yeah. And I think there are ways that you can kind of dig at that and having someone he sees as an inferior being correct him, I think works to sort of undercut that to show that maybe David isn't exactly the, the puppet master he is, but not everything goes like as according to his plan as he would like, you know, it kind of does at the end, though. It's a, it, it does at the end. It's kind of really silly, honestly. It's the like whole... the end of a Saw movie. They should play the yeah. Saw twist music <laughs> yeah. at the end of this movie. Uh, the switcheroo, which was a double cross. <laughs> and he's got like no. the aliens in his tummy because he knew that he would be fine and she would be fine and he would be fine. And like it's like he planned all this out, except none of it makes any sense. So how could he plan it out type of thing? I don't know. It's... Uh, Big ideas, but I don't feel like this movie was <laughs> planned out very well, or uh, it don't make no sense. I think, like, it's hard for me to say that this movie is great, but I'm also, like, so happy it exists. Like, I I think it is fun, and I think it's silly in a way that, like, Prometheus sometimes is silly, but it's not mm-hmm. trying to be. This mm-hmm. one, I think everyone knows is silly, and, like, mm-hmm. you would have to know that... When he, Michael Fassbender, who, correct me if I'm wrong, I think played the Assassin's Creed guy, approaches yep, yep, in yep, yep, yep. his Assassin's Creed <laughs> yep, 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 garb. Yep. Like, that's so He's nuts. missing a finger. It's like, hmm, It's so <laughs> wild. <laughs> you know? It's just, like, it's fun to have a, like, movie of levity uh, right after Prometheus. And, like, hopefully we get another one, and I hope it's a different iteration on this. I would rather watch other dumb horror movies, I guess, than this one with better CG. I guess at this point, though, is is uh, are these movies even really horror movies at this point? Too are they? Comedies? I think this one sort of was. Like, I think the scene in the grass makes it sort of a horror movie. Yes, but at the same time, that kind of scene exists in like Every, war movies, like a and quiet place or something. Movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, it exists outside of the horror movie. Oh, kind true. of yeah. language it's obviously like something that you could pull from that but i mean you could see you could see the same setup in something like a, a world war ii drama or in like a sure. hell predator or something which i wouldn't even go as far as calling that a horror movie that's more sci-fi action as well but what if signs had guns yeah what if signs had guns <laughs> uh i maybe would like signs a little more i don't know <laughs> they have baseball Ew. bats they did swing away. Uh, spores are creepy to me. That was effective. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't like spores at all. But again, it's but like it's, stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to me because I'm not sure. It's interesting to me how defined Alien is as sort of a villain and sort of a monster in the first Alien movie. And then how sort of undefined the the whole alien biology is now at this point. Yeah, he like unexplained it. He made it more complicated. It's like, hmm, I have more questions now. <laughs> Ridley Scott. Like, how does it go from being a, a goop to a penis monster to a tentacle monster to a monkey monster to fungus to alien? And then from there to... Squid. And there was that alien at the end of Prometheus and that doesn't come back. Yeah, it's just hanging out there, I guess, on that ship. Uh, there's there's some weird, I guess, extended lore stuff where maybe oh it no. evolves into a mountain. I don't even. That's know. That's awesome. What? Uh kind of. It just feels really weird in contrast to <laughs> to. 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look this up quick. I read that somewhere though. There's some kind of like comic or something where it's heavily implied it had continued to evolve after being born on Prometheus planet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we can't allow that into our uh, our ranking. I don't think the alien <laughs> mountain. That doesn't seem fair. Uh. I don't know. What does the okay, answer one question for me quick and then I'll shut up about Alien Covenant. The goo The goo just kills people, right? But then if you put it in dude's drink and he has sex with his wife and then she gives birth to an alien, then it's an alien, but only if the alien has sex with the engineer and then it's almost an alien, but then Michael Fassbender takes the black goo and turns that into basically the same alien, but a different alien on the planet he lands on that had the engineers. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I feel like we're getting more complicated here, especially, which is weird considering how direct, how directly the alien in an alien was like, I, it's just all oh, weird to comics. me. It's all very yeah. Just uh, I'll send you a link to the web, the webtoons. It's a good setup for it's a good setup for the anime shorts co- collaboration coming out soon. Oh, thank you. Um, they, and and sort of there's a bridge novel in between. Oh, and, oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll you'll figure it out. <sighs> are you are we getting a mountain update or is that? Uh, is that I'm looking long? into it. It's called okay. the Deacon. The, the alien at the end of Prometheus is called the Deacon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mount Deacon. Uh, what the? Oh, we're losing Michael. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they arrive at a. The mountain was alive, and inside was an acidic vein. So the presumption, and this is coming from like a novel or something, set 126 years later. So it's heavily implied that the deacon becomes a mountain, a living mountain. How do they keep ending up on this planet? Just stay away. They always end up on alien planets. Don't do that. Stupid country roads. Country roads. I know that song. I know that song. It's John Denver. Okay. Well, uh, should we get to ranking you guys? Yeah. Let's get to rank if you could. Evening. Carly's sick. Uh, I have a. uh, I have a guest ranking, too, if you wanted it still. Ooh, very good. Should we compare at the end, or should we get that out in the open right now? We can get that out in the open now, right now, if you would like. Okay, so this comes courtesy of my significant other, Miger. Aww. Her favorite, her, from, starting from the bottom, now we're here. Thank um, you. Her Dream least favorite. Yeah, her least favorite film in the Alien franchise was three, and actually she walked out of it halfway through okay. because she was annoyed with everything that was going on. And didn't like <laughs> so that they understandable, so relatable. Um, afterwards is Aliens. Okay, and then Alien Covenant. Okay, her third favorite. So we're on the the top half of the list is Alien Resurrection. Okay. And then Prometheus, and then her favorite was the original Alien. Okay. Very nice. So we've got a reference point here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. And we'll just, uh, that's our list. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to start at the top or take it from Gosh. the Covenant, or how do we want to go about this? Um, what's the better movie, Alien or Aliens? 
Alien. Alien. I think Aliens is a better movie, but I understand what you guys are saying. I hear you. We're listening. <laughs> We're making changes. <laughs> we'll do better. We'll do better. We get it. <laughs> we, we, get, we do get it. Uh, yeah, I understand. Uh, aliens should probably go above Aliens, but I think Aliens yes. is a great movie still. I think if I went back to Aliens, I might like it more now. Now that I've got the whole series behind me yes. to compare it to. Oh, that's where the aliens came from. Now I understand and I can watch aliens. Hmm. You can really see where Ridley Scott is referencing the the, the aliens movie when he <laughs> approaches Alien Covenant. Okay, anyway. It's like Avatar. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Where does Alien, <laughs> alien 3 fit into this paradigm? I'd put it in the middle. It's at the bottom of the list for me. I think I'm with Michael on this one, uh, only because I actually like Aliens, <laughs> I guess. So, uh, Alien 3 is fun to think about, but I wouldn't ever want to watch it again. Yeah. I, I'll let you, like, I, I think it's fair to put it at the bottom. I will hard disagree with that, though. I have no yeah. urge to ever watch Aliens again, but I would watch Alien 3, like, five more times in my lifetime. I think we're just different people, Car. Well, that's not Okay. Oh, well, hold on now. We'll, we'll, hold on. We're going to become the same person, then we'll do this over. Hold on. Okay. Okay, we're the same person. I love snail mail. Um, <laughs> Shut is up. awesome. Ooh, you're going to get a knuckle sandwich. Phoebe Bridger's Twitter feed is, uh, it sustains me, you know? No, I don't like her Twitter feed, and I won't have that on my name. <laughs> I, I actually kind of like her Twitter feed. But okay, we're all the same person. Uh, uh, Alien, th okay. To kind of loop it back here, though, Alien <laughs> yeah. Three is the only part of the series I actually like actively dislike. I think that's totally fair. Uh, I don't actively dislike it, but it uh, it ain't really a movie. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to watch the theatrical cut because the one I watched was way too long. I think they're both too long. Yeah, I don't think the theatrical cut would help in that department, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Well. A little more Charles Dance might help. Mm -hmm. But too bad that, that that's not the case, so. Hmm. <laughs> um, not a bad movie, though, I guess, is my point. Alien 3, even though it's at the bottom of our list. I still think it's cool. We still like David Fincher. Yes. Yeah. Bond girl's fine. Um, Alien Resurrection. Hmm. Definitely above Alien 3. I think we can all agree with this. I think we're... Yes? Hmm? I would put it above Aliens. I would as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Wait. Alien? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Wait. No. 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 We all think I, Alien 4 is fun and cool and weird. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Prometheus. I would hey, put that it was second. the show, guys. Thanks. We're going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> sign it off. This is Tucker Carly. I like Boy Genius. Yes, Carly? Whatever. <laughs> I would put it second. Uh... <laughs> Is there I would, yeah, I would maybe put a third behind Alien Four. And that feels Alien. so loco. I just I 
I don't know. I'm more. In, I feel like I. Yes. I don't know. Actually, I'm kind of broken on this because I do. It. I think it is a better movie than four, mm-hmm. but some of the things that four does, I enjoyed mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. more. From the sort of like body horror esque things going on in the cloning lab and mm-hmm. the goofy monster. Oh my god. We didn't talk about when the dude has the thing coming out of his tummy and he grabs the guy's head and then yeah. goes, <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. Uh cinema. <laughs> I liked how comic booky it was. Yes. In the in the good ways. Yes. I don't know. It's just it felt like a more I, – I had more fun with it, but I also think maybe Prometheus is actually a better movie. And I and also so maybe, feel like Alien 4 is like – to use Tucker's term, like hip-hop within the existing yes. framework, whereas Prometheus is like a like total reinvention. Music. And I think that's like – I think it's impressive, and I think it's really cool that he was able to reignite something that felt so of that time uh, in a totally modern way. The th- other, th- <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The other thing is that I sort of there are parts of Alien Four that I kind of hate. Like I don't want to sit here and like there are things I loved about it, but at the same time, I'm also stuck kind of dealing with the fact that. Like Ripley's character in the beginning is very terrible and stupid True. and True. and not in a fun way, and I some of the, that kind of bothers me. Some of the I don't know the idea of her being a clone that's Ripley, cool. so we no, can have cool. a sequel um, is mm-hmm. silly. <clears throat> we like that, Michael. We like that. That's we like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you. And just I don't know. I I. Some of that stuff really st- sticks out to me in a way, and I don't know if there's anything glare as anything as glaring in that in Prometheus for me. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Prometheus has a stronger cast with like Idris Elba and Charlie Theron, Ron Perlman, Winona Ryder. <laughs> Talk! I've never heard you hit what? such a high register what? in your life. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I'm sorry. I just I think there's like a more. <laughs> Uh, I like Michael Fassbender doing this weird David Bowie, Peter O'Toole impression the entire movie a lot, like a lot more than anything really going on. Robot. (laughs) Do you have any cigarettes? Welcome to my head and beat someone with it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you play chess? I like all of that so much more, though. I, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, Prometheus wakes me. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, but then I like that as well. I, yeah, I'm gonna retake. Re, re, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk back what I said. I actually think Prometheus is maybe number two for me. That's so crazy, you guys. Alien Resurrection crazy. accomplishes exactly what it sets out to do. Prometheus sets out to do something good, and it's two dudes farting in a tunnel, and then they get killed by a worm. And you guys, yeah, are and it's good cinema. when they get killed by a worm. Put this on the wall. This is art. Yeah. It is the evil robot you see is evil. He is, and you can tell because no. he spends the whole movie doing evil things. And then she saves his head. Yeah, yes, she yes, saves his head. Let's hang it in the MoMA. And then it ends, and then they undo that ending in the next movie. And it's like, fine, that's cool. 
Whatever. Prometheus it does kind of suck that the whole Elizabeth Shaw thing wraps up in such a really blunt and kind of silly way. And by I was devastated that she wasn't in Covenant. I really yeah. like her so much. She got much. nuded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, newted. Um, <laughs> That's unfortunate that that is a word. That I uh, makes sense. I went into this process and I knew this was going to happen, so I'm not angry about it. It's fine. But you guys are crazy. That's my. <laughs> that's my word. <laughs> you guys are going to get buried when this goes up, dude. You wow. are going to get dragged. I'm dude, Prometheus has Patrick Wilson for like thirty for five seconds. seconds. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love that. I love yeah. like what a dreams made of, father. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Vera Farmiga's mom. <laughs> what? I wish it was Vera Farmiga's mom. Oh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so what? It's uh, Alien Prometheus, Alien Four, and Alien Three. Yeah. Wait, where's aliens, aliens in is this? in there somewhere? <laughs> aliens is fourth right now, I think, right? Yeah, that would be where it would be on my list. Oh my god. Yeah. Hey, are you saying Alien 4 is not is worse than Aliens? No, I... it goes Alien Prometheus. Alien 4. Aliens. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. Alien 4 Aliens. And then Alien 3. Yeah. That okay. sucks that Alien 3 is going to end up being the worst. No, it's not. It makes sense. No, it's not going to be the worst. Yeah, it is. Guys, you Alien are not going to tell me. terrible. No. No, 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 Honestly, like the only movie in this list that I don't like a lot is Aliens. That's such a weird. Can we just acknowledge that that is not a popular opinion, please? Just give uh, me this. I don't let the crowds define me. Okay, so like fine. I'm fine with the Alien Covenant being last, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means relative. I don't know. Like everything else feels fine in basically any order, I guess, except for the fact that. Prometheus and Alien need to be at the top. That's a third of the list. Michael, how are you feeling, Michael? Where, where would you put Alien Covenant? Alien Covenant. Covenant. Alien Covenant. <laughs> I need some water. Let me put this little, little drop of black liquid in there first. <laughs> yeah. It's an aphrodisiac. Oh no, it's a complicated metaphor now. Um, I personally, Alien Covenant is. If I was to sit here and hash out a list, now that I've had a, now I've been able to actually th sleep on Alien Covenant, it would be fourth on my list with Aliens and Alien Three behind it. The I don't like aliens. I, no, I, I understand. Really I, I, and I really don't like Alien 3. Okay. With the exception of like the first quarter of that movie, maybe. Or the first like third. I think maybe you guys 
<laughs> this is going to sound so mean. I don't know. Let me rephrase this in my head quick. <clears throat> it seems to me. I can't wait for this to be a nice sentence. That you guys <laughs> are very good. Oh. I would put you at the top of my list. Um, <laughs> Alien Covenant occupies the space in its own mini series that I think Aliens occupies, which is let's take this kind of interesting horror movie and turn it into dudes shooting at stuff for a long time. And I think you guys are won over by them playing the flute in a scene, and I don't understand where that's coming from. Because I think Aliens is a much better movie because it is competently made than Alien Covenant. Um, also the poetry. Right. I don't There's like poetry Aliens, in. though. I know, I don't understand that, and it's fine. I mean, it, it it is the decision of the group, and you guys both like Alien Covenant more than Aliens, and I get that, but... I am here to express the opinion that I think Aliens is a much stronger film than Alien Covenant. And I could be moved on that because I think it's a more complete yeah. movie. It, it, it stands Covenant. on its own in a way that Alien Covenant does not. Alien Covenant is like, yeah. let's answer some questions sort of that you may have had and raise yeah. some ones. And I think part of that is that Alien Covenant is very intentionally the, the mid-quill for this it's right. its own trilogy right which at least it's a, it's a yeah it's at least supposed to be that i don't know where the where talk of prometheus 3 or whatever it'll be on it'll be when it when it's made alien halo is no, will be the name of the third movie uh gag me um <laughs> i just i don't i'm more interested with covenant being sort of a messy a messy but maybe more interesting movie even if it sort of fumbles a few of its ideas than i am with aliens being just a, a competent movie without really the same i don't want to say ambition because i think aliens is is aiming to be a big kind of sci-fi blockbustery action movie and it is that and I think James Cameron knows how to make those kinds of movies. I just, I don't, I'm more interested with Covenant being sort of a mess than I, a mess with interesting ideas than I am with Aliens being alien, but as a sequel. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Is that tracking? I also feel like you guys are attributing Danny McBride's Tennessee character to Aliens sort of where you're like <laughs> aliens are so stupid it's just people shooting guns whereas that's what alien covenant is and i'm just like oh my gosh i don't know yeah but i guess the the difference in the dynamic there is that in aliens it's like army guys and in alien and covenant ladies. it's yes and ladies <laughs> i'm sorry you. but in covenant it's people who are clearly way out of their league and who are just kind of not yeah. bumpkins or anything like that, but they're 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 colonists. They're not soldiers, yeah. and they're also, being thrown into this soldier duty in a way that you know the Marines were. But when they were there, they were gung ho trading yeah. army quips at each other and, and being sort of the the popular image of a Marine. I like that though. See, I I, don't, I can't take another. I can't if the third movie is we're scientists and we're going to this planet. And we're not going to wear helmets, and then bad things happen. I can't take that again. <laughs> I'm so sick of that. I I much prefer. Very competent, 
you know, we should be able to take care of this problem, but we can't because that's how cool and bad the alien is. If they're just killing like incompetent doofuses in a cave, I'm like, okay, I guess yeah. that makes sense. I guess that's what would happen in that situation. <laughs> right. And I guess I'm kind of with you with, that. I don't know if, I don't know if Ridley could sit down and make that movie again though. Yeah. Also, I don't think Ridley could get away with making sort of the same Prometheus three. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has, it has to have a different kind of dynamic to it because. (laughs) Right. We we found another planet that looks like Iceland and there's aliens on it. Shoot. Yeah. It would be weird if that's where this goes again. Yeah. So what if they call it Prometheus cubed and they bring in Fincher? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm good. What if we brought in a, a French director in Ron Perlman? Denis? Denis Villeneuve? It's just a rival again. Yeah. yeah. Well, he already took one at Ridley's. He did Blade Runner. That's true. He did do Blade Runner. Yeah. Well, I said about that, the better. Uh, <clears throat> so, Carly, give me the full rundown of our list then. Well, where are we putting it? This, is, this will be on the test. Where are we putting Go it? Go ahead. I Holler, can't make ahead, that decision. Well, we're putting it above aliens. I I could be swayed, I guess. No, no, no. Conviction. No, Tucker, Tucker. Conviction. Tucker, you you have a place in this podcast as well. I am but a yeah, lonely visitor. <laughs> I am the I'm, dissenting opinion. It is it, this is not my podcast. I am only here sometimes to be the worst version of this podcast. We are all maybe. Michael Fassbender tonight, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be the fingers. I'll be Walter. Be flat. (laughs) Go fix the sails, I guess. Hmm. I'm I'm actually David as Walter. I've been sabotaging us from the start. I wasn't recording this entire time. Tucker, what does your list look like? Ooh, that's a fascinating question. It looks like Alien Prometheus. Um... Alien Resurrection, and then Alien Covenant, and then Aliens, and then Alien 3. No, no. What is your act? It looks like Alien, and then Prometheus, and then (laughs) Alien Resurrection. We failed to mention that Damon Lindelof co-wrote Prometheus. I hate that because it's so poorly written where she's like, I'll do whatever you want, Father. It's like I think on, that's Damon. great. It's that great. Stop taking bad things and saying they're good. I'm it's tired. Gaslighting. You're gaslighting me. <laughs> I'm going crazy. <laughs> so what I, if we put co- Yeah. What if we put Covenant behind aliens? No, because I that's not my fight, you know? That's not I don't it it being alien and Prometheus is my fight, and I'm not gonna win that fight. I don't care about fifth place or whatever you know you feel me but i just feel weird then that it's carly and i dictating a list at you and you're like hmm yes hmm yes 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 no, I that's fine because i don't really like these movies <laughs> like i said i like the i like alien as a as this crazy multi-faceted franchise with mountains that have blood in them or whatever the hell you were talking about earlier uh i don't i don't have uh i don't have one i'm gunning for really I had a great time watching these movies and talking about them with you guys, but I don't need to 
dictate the list at all. It doesn't. That's that part of it. I'm fine with. I, Let's I lock it opinion. in. Do it. <laughs> Carly, please. Oh boy. Start Alien. at the bottom, please. Oh and no. And do it in alphabetical order. Tuck. Start at the bottom. Uh, Alien three. three. Okay. Then. Yep. Aliens. Insane. Continue. Then Alien Covenant. Okay. Then Alien Resurrection. Okay. And then in second place, we have Prometheus. Okay. And in first place... Alien! (laughs) Mostly. Uh, Michael, for kicks and giggles, can you read uh, the other guest list one more time for us? Right. Let me bring it back up here. Um, Because I think it might be exactly the same. I think it is almost exactly. It is exactly the same. It is this Alien Cubed, Aliens, Alien Covenant. Oh my god. Alien Resurrection. You guys are silly. Prometheus. Alien. The uh this this was good. Do we get inceptioned? I think we might have gotten inceptioned. I even said, Michael, do you want to maybe read this at the end? And then you Michael Fassbendered it. Uh, <laughs> Michael is yes, David. yes. Now play me off to Wagner. No, um, I don't know. It's just I feel bad now. <laughs> don't feel bad like, <laughs> of all the things to feel bad about in this, this world. This is the right list, except for the fact that Alien Three is at the end. There has to be an end, though. You know, everything has a beginning. The end should be Aliens. Alien Three should be. Aliens is not the worst Alien movie. Fourth. That's insane. Alien you Three are a crazy should be person. fourth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we locked it in. We're good. Uh, this, I, was, this is kind of a crazy list. I agree. <laughs> like it's it's interesting to me because I'm pretty sure that like your your conventional Alien fans love aliens and hate alien four but here they are as long as we have alien at the top no one can come after us right yeah that's true we're one of our bases yeah uh it's fun to have no reverence for the series i think that really helps enjoy it you know yeah i feel that way with most things like i feel like when i think of i don't know (laughs) never mind When I think of Boy Genius, I try not to think about the live I albums I swear to God. <laughs> uh, the third one. Who's the third member of Boy Genius? That's Lucy? a great question. Lucy, Lucy Degas? Nope. Julian Baker? Member. Thank you. Yes. John Baker. Um, thanks, guys. Thank you. Start brainstorming what our next series will be next year for Halloween. Ooh. And we can start planning Christmas slash Hanukkah movie podcast fun time. Mazel tov! Yay! Woo.